G'day, my name's Trevor Jackson. Welcome to Tomorrow Is Mine. Viviani Mena is a visual artist, teacher and media activist who has campaigned to denounce human rights and citizenship abuses in Brazil. In 2000, she succumbed to her adventurous spirit and began to navigate the rivers and the oral narratives of the traditional populations of the Amazon, producing a series of watercolours and documentaries depicting the unique life and culture of its inhabitants. Vivi spent 15 years living in the Amazon and has become a powerful voice for its inhabitants and their culture, a culture that is largely ignored by mainstream media. Now, a wanderlust and a sense of adventure has brought Vivi and her three daughters to Australia, where they're studying at Brown's English Language School on the Gold Coast, before setting off to explore the outback and our Indigenous culture. This extraordinary woman you're about to meet has an indomitable passion as an artist and teacher, which you'll soon discover as she shares her remarkable story. Viviani, welcome to Tomorrow Is Mine. How long have you been speaking English? I arrived at March in Australia and then I studied English in Brown's Language School since March. Before I studied in the school, but a long, long time ago. So six months, yes. basically. Well, you're a very good advertisement for Brown's English Language School, aren't you? That's fantastic. Which part of Brazil are you from? I'm from Sao Paulo, but... I live at Amazon for 15 years. I arrived at uh, Amazon to meet uh, the colors and the culture and because I was painter and I need to paint uh, something really from Brazil. And I went to Belém in Pará State, north of Brazil, and I think it was lovely because uh, Pará is so beautiful. is Amazon and have a traditional culture. When you meet on the rivers a lot of folk festival and you can stay on the boat all the time to island and see the culture and the people is so, so friendly and invite me to come back, Viviane. <laughs> we are waiting for you. <laughs> That's very good. We should explain. So Sao Paulo is in the south of Brazil. Yes. And uh, Para, the state, is up in the northwest where the Amazon is, right? Yes. So initially you just went as an artist out of curiosity. You wanted to explore the Amazon and see what it was like as an artist looking for inspiration. Yes, when I was young, I come into Amazon with my father and I go to state of Amazon and I see the big rivers and the forest and the culture and the time and then I go back to Sao Paulo and work and stay a long time in Sao Paulo. But in my mind, I think, oh, this is a dream. I need to go back to sometimes and... Then uh, the time uh, was passed and I meet the father of the girls. <laughs> Your daughters, yes. <laughs> and he is from Berlin. And I say, oh my God, and I love the Amazon. And then we, we stay together uh, and get the girls, three daughters. I have three daughters with him. But he 
never talk about Berlin for me because he lives in Sao Paulo and study architecture. He's doing the opposite. He's gone back to where you yes, grew up. Yes, yes, yes. And you've adopted his city or at least the Amazon as your spiritual home. Uh, he don't like uh, talk about Amazon and all the times living in Sao Paulo and but I say the girls don't know your family from Amazon. They don't and know the culture. Don't know nothing about the culture. And I say I want to go to Amazon and because I love it and the girls can see your family and we come into Belém and the family of her father is very friendly and show me a lot of things and I go I went to university and I knew about a, a cruise academic cruise that all the years in July go to a folk festival with uh, 300 researchers and professors for uh, a lot of uh, university and all the people during one week talking about Amazon. So like a field trip. But it's, a, it's a congress on the boat, on right. the big boat. In, in the Amazon. Yes. In Amazon. Yeah, so the experience is the, the researchers and the professors go into the Amazon to have this experience, part conference but part field trip, part experience. Yeah, and uh, show the articles about Amazon, about uh, uh, because have a lot of people from communication, from, uh, from uh, biologic, Biology. Biology and yeah. a lot of uh, anthropology and literacy and a lot of kinds of see the Amazon and all the f- people together on a big boat and the boat is on the river going to a folk festival when we arrived all the people coming and talking with the <laughs> people who lives in the river and uh, make a class to learn about something. And it's very, very, very interesting. And I say, I want to go together. Because have someone, traveler, artist in this boat. And the people who do this cruiser say, no, no, don't have any. I say, well, I can do it. I can paint this expedition. So and you would paint a, a documented record of the expedition. Yes. Yes. So you're travelling with these academics on this boat, but you are an artist, but you're also a teacher as well, aren't you? So essentially you are able to tell that story. Yes, but in this moment I need to really understand why I want to paint and I need to paint something like important for me. I understand about the culture from Amazon is wonderful, but no one knows nothing about it. And when I go like a travel artist, I think maybe I can be a travel artist in 2000 and suddenly meet something new to paint because no, the, the travel artist came into Brazil a long, long time ago. And uh, I say, oh, why not? 
I can go, I can try, I can meet the people. And I walk in the universe to think about it and suddenly I meet the expedition. <laughs> so you didn't have any particular message that you were trying to convey as an artist. You just wanted to go in there and represent what you were seeing. It wasn't that you went in there with a message about saving the Amazon forests or the culture or anything like that? I think the people look to Amazon and only see the fauna and flora. The people don't see the woman, the man, the child who lives there. And this is very important because uh, these people understand the river, these people live in this place. And the media only talk about animals and plants and don't see the people and they, their culture. And I think, oh, okay, I understand. But for me, the most important is the man and in the nature and your culture. Can you tell me then, Brazilians generally aren't interested in the culture of the people that live in the Amazon, is that right? I think, because I live in south of Brazil, and south of Brazil like Europe and USA, and don't like Brazil. In general, the people don't know about Pará, Amazon, don't know that there isn't know about Pará, there isn't know about Amazon. The people don't spend your time uh, with uh, the things is that are near us. I don't know why, because I think Amazon is very interesting. It's near, because... Uh, but it's a very special place. The whole world knows about the Amazon rainforest, perhaps less about the people who live there, but it astounds me as an outsider that there would not be this great sense of pride in not only this part of Brazil, but the people who, who live there, who are the, the inhabitants of that area and who have their own particular culture living there. And I, I think the people say, oh, because Amazon have a big problem, because the people need energy and made a lot of hydroelectric big constructions to get energy from the river. The people look at Amazon like uh, one place when you get energy, when you get fruits, when you get a lot of things, when you get... But not all the times the people get out things of Amazon and never see like a place then the people have your culture, your ideas, your universe and valors. I believe you. The people don't talk about the culture of Amazon because um, the people look to Amazon like a think. A think when you can get a money. It's a resource. This That's is, all it is. This is the problem. A much bigger problem there when we talk about the environment of the world. I'll get to that in a moment, but I just wanted to ask you about the Amazon specifically. How do these people live? Is it just farming? Is it just fishing? Is that, is that all they do? What do they do? The people live on the borders of the rivers and then they, the people who I stay a long time fishing and have acai 
is a fruit yes. uh, from a palm. Yeah, very sweet fruit, yes. 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 Which the, we have here in Australia, yeah. Yes, and the, the people get the acai and the fishy and uh, work on the river, no cars, only boats. And uh, we need to be sustainable, sustainable because uh, no service. They want to... There's do no roads, is there? The, the, the river is their road. Nothing. That's it. Yeah, the they just houses on stilts on the muddy banks. Yes, that's how they live. Yeah. Yes. Very and simple existence. Very simple, but very beautiful because yeah. it, your garden is the river, big river, and the people can swim around your house and get the boat, go to another island, and child like a five years have a boat and go to another place, and it's a, a life, a health life. Free. And they live a very free life. Very yeah. free life. Let's talk about the Brazilian attitude towards the Amazon and seeing it as this huge resource. We hear the message all the time that the rainforests are being cut down at an extraordinary rate, but these are the, the lungs of the world, providing all this oxygen that's so important to the world. Do the people that live there realise how important that environment is? If Brazilians more broadly don't. Do the people who live there realise how important the Amazon is? Oh, the people live and feel the problems in your day because uh, the people have another kind of answer about this problem because they don't have internet, they don't have broadcast, they don't have media, they don't have conditions, no radio, they don't have a, like a no good education. Nothing. Have electricity for uh, five years. Another time, only motor, oil motor, and yes. you spend a lot of money to give you four hours of light. But it's wonderful. I can talk about Mestre Zenobio. Uh, Mestre Zenobio uh, have a group of carnival, but in 78, Tukuruvi River, have a, uh, the people make hydroelectric. And the rivers have a big problem because after hydroelectric, the rivers down, the water down, and the people don't more can fishing, don't more can swimming. Because and they dammed the river. Yes. And it's a big problem because the people live about the river. That's their livelihood. Yes. Yeah, that's everything, their lifeblood. And then he made a group, animals group, and... A hundred people make a dress like a crocodile, like a dolphin, like a, not, a lot of animals and birds. And, yes. and he make a theater when the animals say about the environment and the, the destruction of the environment through people dressed as animals of the rainforest. Yes, yes. and this is fantastic because the, this is about culture and the culture all the time is answer for a new facts that happen with the people who make culture. And this is, is fantastic because uh, they, in, in 1978, talk about ecological causes. No one was talking about it. Yes, yes or very it's few wonderful. People. Yes. Let's go even further back because there's a festival there that takes place on the river that's been happening since the late 1800s, well over 130 years now. This festival that happens on the boats where these villagers, these simple farmers perform this very colourful 
vivid festival. You're quite enamoured with this festival. You've made a documentary about it. What is it about this particular festival that's so important to those people that live in the Amazon? Well, uh, the first time, I think the culture is very important because it's a big arms who get all the people together and all the people happy and all the people have dreams together. And this is very important for a community because the community have a dream together and all the, every year we try be better and it's wonderful. But I think about this festival. I think the most important is because the festival is a mix of dancing, music and theater. And they, they do a kind of jo popular journalism and talk about what happened in the, the year. And they talk about it in the theater and all the people want to know the news because this news is made for them. It's their story. It's their social news, but also about the issues that are happening in the community. It's a bit of gossip. There's humor with this too. But I know some of the characters that they create in this performance include politicians or the naive reporter. So they understand who the media and who politicians are. Yes, because they're they, they talking about uh, what is seen in the TV and about politics and about what happened in the society. Because yeah, but they don't have television. They don't have any of this. Heavy, heavy. Because they, they can't see the, the, the open TV and they live and they have uh, problems with uh, politics and in your, in your place and have uh, social happens, the man uh, uh, broken something or, or the man and the, the woman no more stay together. And right. this is news. And if you don't know what happened with this group, you don't understand. Y yes. But the group understand and smile and say, oh, my God, and talk and get with the actors and say what happened. It's very interesting. It, it, because, do you know, they do your cultures. In general, we go to the theater, you go to the cinema, you get the culture, but yes. you don't do it. You're just in the audience. You're not actually part of it. So these performers, they come on these boats down the river and they're all dancing and they've got these massive oversized paper mache heads or masks and headdresses and they come and they dance and they come into each village along the river and they get off the boats and they perform in the village. Yes. Yes. So the people who live in those villages are actually part of the performance. Yes. So it's very important that they understand the story. That's what happens? Yes. The people uh, waiting for this moment, all the boats, uh, the people coming in your boats, and a lot, a hundred boats, and waiting when the boat with carnival is coming. It's so beautiful. This has been going on for a long, long time, this tradition, and yet the broader Brazilian population are unaware of this. They don't know anything about this festival or the people who celebrate it or what their life is like in the Amazon. They just don't care. I think uh, we have uh, some problems because uh, in the first time, this festival happened on the river. No hotels, 
and you need to hire a boat to come in. And if you don't know who is who, you don't know where you can stay, and you don't know when, where the festival is happening. It's just it, for the locals. It's not for yes, outsiders. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, uh, it's a uh, twenty island, far one, and suddenly the people go and to the community only around your community. And I try help us because. Uh, my group and I did a map of the communities and we are doing a site and podcast and with a lot of information about the carnival, about uh, you can give the number, phone number of the people who do the carnival and uh, GPS localization. I think... Oh, okay, I stay a long time together and now I'm uh, on the world. I don't know when I go back to... And I want to open all the information uh, about the carnival. So, I, so this is an interactive map. It sits yes. on a website that gives so much information about the people who live there, about the carnival, the history, the environment. But is this just to educate Brazilians more about what they don't know, or, or the world? What are you trying to achieve in creating this map? I try do a possibility of another people meet this important carnival because if you want to make a research about carnival or Amazon, you can, in this site, I have uh, academic articles and, uh, and the other uh, partners who I, I, I did my master about it. And my students did another master's and I try uh, stay to offer together a lot of things because, okay, you, can, you don't need to start of zero. You have a lot of things and, okay, you can do more about it. Okay, so it's a cultural resource, if you like. Yes. So you take your students there yes. to experience this. Yes. I'm assuming that most, if not all, of these students have never been there before. How do they react when they see this, when you take them there? Well, I was professor in journalism professor in university for 10 years. And when I arrived at the university, I, under I don't understand. The people don't know... They live in Amazon because it's, uh, there, is, there are a lot of Amazon. When you talk about Amazon, you, you need to understand because the city, Belém, is Amazon. Yes, but that's the capital of power, right? Yes. Have Amazon with island, Amazon with forest, Amazon with uh, farms. It's a lot of Amazon. And the people don't... Go and journalists, the students, don't go out. And then I say, oh, we need. My question is, I need do the students love Amazon because they need do storytelling about the people who lives and the stories. They are from Amazon. They want to think about Amazon. They want to write and make photos and do audiovisual and... They need to do films, and I, my, during, during 10 years, I did it. 
and coming with my students uh, if uh, went to traditional places because uh, i imagine i have uh, some results because I, today i have a lot of students who do uh, things wonderful things like uh, uh, comics book uh, about the 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 amazon or movies and I so have you've inspired them to create yes. their own art from having that experience and going there is there a danger that this culture will be lost soon because the wider brazilian population if not the world population just doesn't even know that it, this exists and that these people are so reliant on this fragile ecosystem on this culture i think lost isn't is impossible i think change they lost space. They lost space for culture, electronic culture. They lost space, and sometimes you, it's very difficult to meet these people. But really, I hope that my students work hard and change this, this fact, because there's a lot of beautiful and young people think about Amazon and writing and uh, look and travel and uh, with another people. And I think it's good. Uh, we have a good news in the uh, future. You said that Brazilians just see the Amazon as a resource. They ignore the people that live there. And I understand the necessity of that, particularly when you've got a lot of poverty in the country and it's important to find a way to make a living. But is there an awareness of how important the Amazon is to the global environment? Sure. I think the world is one. And all the things who happen in the world change the world. I think the people who have children and daughters and kids need to think about it. Because the world is not only money. If you don't have word, if you don't have water, what's happened? Because all the times... The world is bad and good and bad and good, and now we are the bad. But I think you have a lot of people like me and you and another people who dreams with a beautiful world. And you need the world to live. And I think uh, this is a bad moment, but uh, I hope change. And this is, is the life. All the times the life change and you need work, 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 and then it's better. And because the world is now, this moment is a lot of problem. Particularly when we start talking about climate change or environmental issues. But in Brazil, the issue is how are you going to stop people from damming the Amazon or cutting down trees or whatever it might be when they, they're so poor they need that? I think uh, Bolsonaro need to go out and Lula need to go back because uh, this is the problem, only this. I don't know what happened, but I think the chaos is in all the place. The people don't have work, the people don't have money, the people is, don't have dreams. I hope President Lula go back the things can be better. And the, the, the people who work have more chances. And because I was teacher for a long time. And a lot of students, 
their family never go to university. And they say, I'm the first in my family to go to university. Oh my God. A lot of people can't study. And this is, is not a problem. This is a project to be the people don't critique, don't understand. And this is, is so bad for Brazil. This is a big problem. Do you see yourself as an activist? Yes. So what's the message that you want to really spread? Is it just about the people that live in the Amazon or is it a much bigger message? I, I think because I, in the first moment in my life, I working with theater and height humans. After that, I come into painting and I say, oh, it's a new moment, it's a new life. But after a long time, I think, oh, it's not a new life because always I talk about the people who live in the border. And I talk about the Indian and traditional people and about the people who lost height, uh, human rights. Or I talk about social movement. And I think I'm together this, this place. I together the people who live in the borders. And when I stay in Australia, I want to meet the people Aboriginal because the Aboriginal is the people on the border. The people living on the fringe that aren't yes. in the mainstream society. Yes, I I think uh, this is the question for me. I need stay together and listen, and because I work with cartography, cultural cartography. You meet the people and you stay together and you sleep and you eat and you travel and you s understand what happened. What you live with them. Yes, yes. You, and then, you experience their, and then you their say, life. okay, I can paint, I can make a movie, I can, uh, I can understand what happened with them, and I, I understand what, what I can do to help us. Oh, because it's better for me than for us. Because for me, it's wonderful. I, I, I say, oh, I help a, a little, but for, for me, they changed my life. So you think you get a much greater benefit out yes, of it? Yes, for me it's wonderful. But if you but you can't measure the rate of success or awareness that you create through your art that brings other people into contact with that. Think about the students that you've introduced to the people of the Amazon and now how they're creating art. Yes, they benefit from the inspiration, but you're now making the world much more and Brazilians much more aware of the people who live there because you've you've done that. Oh, this is, is very interesting because I always stay together, the students, because uh, sometimes I work with them and I invite to work for me. I see, for example, uh, Leonardo Augusto is a student who makes a series, Sampleados. Sampleados is about a music from Brazil and have, uh, is, uh, you can see in YouTube and have a million views. This is fantastic. And another student who make a master about the art in the carnival. Another student, uh, this is, is Renan de Oliveira. Another student, Carlos Chicama, make comics about uh, traditional people and 
she come and make a lot of comics and all the times work with the Amazon culture. And this is, is very, very good. I think to traditional people, I help because I work with painting, with movies, and with media. Because I write into newspaper with my students and talk, oh, now uh, we invite people from New York to meet the carnival, and oh, the, the media make a big news about it, and then the people, the political people say, oh, this is important because a lot of people are coming here, and oh, this is Suddenly a musician is important. Yes. Yes. Because he is important, but sometimes the governmental people don't understand. My students is, is journalists and advertising. They do storytelling about this, uh, about memory, about uh, lifestyle, about mm. uh, culture, about uh, the people important who lives in the Amazon and no one knows. You've created something here and now all these students are following in your footsteps. And now you've left that behind. You've come to Australia. Why did you come here? I had a dream because I think Australia is very interesting. I think Australia is a, I know, like Amazon, because you have a big animals, crocodiles, sharks, <laughs> whales, and it's an island. It's a, and it's far. It's not Europe or United States because I like this new of Australia. For me, it's wonderful. I stay in another side of the world. <laughs> and for me, it's very good. I love the weather, the beaches. But I think when I arrived here, I've, I'm very happy here. Because I love the style, health style. And I love the... I, when I go to one place, I meet your culture and I... Really, I'm, I'm falling in love about the culture of this place. <laughs> and for me, it's really wonderful because uh, I work a lot and maybe I never have time to make my dreams. And here I was doing my dreams because I say, why not? And my daughter say, mom, after 50 years is coming to your new dreams. <laughs> and I say, why not? I hope more women like me, uh, with my age, see, yes, you can do your dreams, you can travel, you can... Because we work, 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 and then you forget about you. And now I get my old dreams. <laughs> <laughs> and At I, long last. This yes. is my life now. If it's not a rude question, Viviani, how old are you? 56. 56? Yes. And you've lived in the Amazon for 15 years, is that right? Uh, uh, 15 years. And your daughters, your three daughters, all grew up there? Yes. yes. In the Amazon, yes. So, and now they've all come with you to Australia? Yes, because he, my daughter say, I want to go to, I want to study out Brazil and learn English and okay. Okay, mommy, I want to go to Canada. And I say, oh my God, Canada. Oh, my God, so cold, it's impossible. <laughs> and I, I say, oh, let's go to Australia. Let's go to Australia because Australia is wonderful. Beaches, the same weather than Brazil, and a lot of uh, new opportunities. And 
I talk, 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 and I say, oh, I want to go together. <laughs> <laughs> so you're all here, and you're all studying English at Brown's English Language yes. School, yes. right? So what is the plan? You want to spend time with some Aboriginal people. We have Aboriginal people on the Gold Coast, but you're not going to be living in an Aboriginal community. Do you yes. want to go and experience well, life my, in the outback? Or? My dream now is get a camper van and want more people to go together me and paint and make interview because I need to spend a time one time to understand the language and can talk and can travel. I need it. My dream is to spend the time to travel across Amazon with my paper, my brushes and ink and paint and make it uh, movie. This is my dream now. So you want to travel with other artists, with Australian artists, into yes, the outback and yes. visit not only the environment but also the, uh, particularly the people who live there. So your daughters, do they want to go with you too or what well, is their plan? Maybe uh, sometimes because I have three now and then, do you know, they grow up and have your dreams. Uh, they, they, the girls always travel with me. In Amazon, sometimes one, sometimes another because... Uh, uh, the times is, is, is different, but uh, I hope uh, someone stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a three, three. <laughs> three one, dreams. Yes, yeah. one time, one, I, I hope. Well, maybe that could work out. So you said that you arrived in March. How did you get here when the borders closed for COVID? Oh, my God, I'm arriving the last hour, in the last day, because we... Get the fly in Chile, 11 o'clock and 12, no more, no more. Was that the last flight the from last Chile <laughs> to Australia? <laughs> yes, the last hour <laughs> when the border is closing, I come in. <laughs> With an hour to spare, okay. Oh, very look. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you come to the Gold Coast? Why did you come here? Oh, because when I say, okay, we have a lot of options, like Perth, Brisbane, a lot of places in Australia. But I was surfing, and I see the, the waves here, <laughs> and I say, oh, I don't want to stay in a big city, because I live all my time in a big city. I want, and the girls don't live on the beach, because they live on the river. We have a boat, and when she, they were a child, they... Oh, all the time on the river. On the beach, oh, a little. And I say, I was surfing. I want they staying on the beach because it's a good good time, a good vibes. And I say, oh, good course is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about Brazilians and even those who come from the landlocked cities like Sao Paulo are attracted to the beach. There's something about coming to the beach. You would know we have a lot of Brazilians I, who are I, living I here. I was professional surfing. Yeah, were you? I, I learned in bodyboarding, really, bodyboarding. Bodyboarding, yeah? Yes. When the, the first bodyboarding came into Brazil, I have, and I was professional surfer, and... You're I, an artist and an activist and a professional surfer. <laughs> really? Uh, yes, I, I, I make a lot of activism about sea and protect the sea. And now I'm swimming. And when the summer coming, I go back to surfing. <laughs> <laughs> so do your daughters surf too? Are you teaching them how to surf? 
Not yet. But I, I, I think because all the, all the girls are swimming too and sometimes we swim together. And in, in Gold Coast, this is, is the, the charm of the city because you see the people in skating, the people surfing, all the times the people cycling. And this is very good. Now we have four bicycles and all the times the girls and me on the bicycle cycling and this is very good how long do you plan to stay at the moment you're making a visa for two years and do you hope as an artist that when you go and visit indigenous communities that you you want to start telling their stories you feel like the activist inside you still wants to tell their stories too when i stay with indigenous people because it's, it's you need more time because you need to understand and meet the people and be invited to come in. And this have a time. And the things in Brazil for me uh, happen because I work hard. I work hard and I want something, I work hard. And, and you need be time because the things don't happen when you want. The things have time to meet, uh, to happen. And I think uh, when you arrive, you need to understand, you, you need to see the people, you need to see your dreams and talk, and the things happen, I think. Now, after many, many years, Viviani has at long last time to follow her dreams. I'll definitely stay in touch with Vivi because I want to see what she makes of our Indigenous people and their place in the 21st century. Aboriginal Australians may soon have a new champion in their midst. This series is packed with amazing stories about our international students. If you'd like to hear more of their stories, you'll find them at www.studygoldcoast.org.au slash podcast. My name is Trevor Jackson. And I'll catch you next time, for tomorrow is mine.